Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Um, it's been a minute. Uh, I kind of been pushing it off just because, like, I don't know, the first one was so bad that I kind of just got discouraged and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to push it off for a little bit. And I don't know, I just felt really embarrassed after the first one, but um, let's get right into it. So uh, in this uh, podcast today, we're going to be talking about romantic relationships, you know, school, like just kind of all that kind of stuff that I'm currently going through right now. Except the romantic relationship. But anyways. Um, <laughs> so. I actually have been working out a lot. Uh, before we get into all that. I've just I've been working out a lot too. That's why I've kind of just haven't been recording. I guess like I, I don't know like. Um, I lost a little, like a few pounds recently, and and not only that, but I actually have been trying to sober up um, from like weed and you know nicotine and alcohol and all that, and it's been going pretty well, so I'm I'm pretty happy right now. Um, everything's going the way it should, I guess. Some things are. I mean, I still have a lot of stuff to deal with, but that's life, right? Like that's the adult life. So, um, but yeah, like <laughs> I. I've actually been really getting into boxing and jujitsu a lot more too, and it's a lot. It's like really fun. What I do is like I, I practice these drills, like uh, head movements, you know, footwork, like just uh, all that kind of stuff that I can. And it's been it's been going pretty well. So um, I can't wait to show some of you guys because I actually have an unofficial MMA fight with uh, my buddy Nick on January 9th. Uh, weight is gonna be 135 pounds. I'm currently at 143, so I just need to lose about like 10 you know maybe eight pounds and i'll be good for the fight we're trying to make it exactly like a ufc fight but like not like big or anything you know to the point where we broadcast or something like we're not that big come on but um 100 bucks on the line so it's gonna be fun i'm really excited um i'm probably gonna have a video uploaded so yeah look out for that anyways let's get right into it so um in this episode i guess i wanted to talk about um what's currently happening in my life um so like i said before uh every everyone knows me as a simp and you know i i'm currently not in a relationship um i'm not gonna lie to you i've only i've only ever been in two relationships but then again i'm only 19 years old so i guess maybe that's an exception i I don't know but it's like after my last relationship, that was kind of hectic and really, it was just chaos. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be real honest with you. Like it, it was pretty bad because, um, it was just toxic. I mean, it was a high school relationship too, so you know, there's that. But you know, she, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna get into it. But okay, I have to get into it. It's a podcast. Um, you know, I just got cheated on and you know, just treated bad. But you know what, I. I got really messed up for it from it and I know I shouldn't have because bro it's a high school relationship like I shouldn't have done that looking back at it even though it was only a year ago but um it, it was like it was just crazy like I should not have settled for that I, I should have known my self-worth but you know um now I do and she's out of my life and everything's going well and I'm a lot better and um I know that whatever relationship I get into next is going to be a huge upgrade because as much as like I want nothing to do with her and all that she um honestly like the the stuff that he that she did like it was just really bad but I'm I'm really glad that I got through it and I I moved on and now I'm here single for over a year <laughs> um I'm just chilling honestly and 
you know, everyone's like, oh, you gotta put yourself out there, you gotta do this and that, blah, 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 and I've been trying, like, you don't think I've been trying, like, I go on Tinder, I go on Bumble, I go on this and that, I go on all these dating apps, and I match with these girls here and there, and, you know, I would, like, text them, I'll be like, you know, what up with it, or, like, you know, I'll say, like, a pickup line, or this and that, I'll be like, oh, girl, you're looking mad fine, and, you know, they would never respond, so what am I supposed to do, keep spamming them, like, I'm not gonna do that, I respect women, it's 2020, come on, that worse here, but whatever, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so I actually have been t- in two relationships, like I said before. The first one was with uh, this girl named Liz. Uh, she's my best friend now. She's my one of my best homies. Like, um, She's been there for me through thick and thin, even after we broke up, when I was going through stuff with family and all that. And, you know, like, I, I think we should normalize the fact that you can still be friends with your exes. I, I mean, unless you had a really bad breakup with them, then yeah, you shouldn't. But um, with her, you know, um... I feel like it was just wrong timing, and it just didn't work out because, you know, it was my first relationship, and we were, we were um, really young, so it just did not work out. I was stupid. I was immature. It was, like, young puppy love, so we, we never really got through it, but um, shout out to Liz. I'm glad you're still my homie. Um, she's doing a lot better, um, and then after Liz, I actually got into a relationship with someone named let's say Betty Bo, because I'm not going to say her real name out of uh, respect for privacy, but um, that didn't go well. She, uh, it was going good at first. I thought that it was love. I really did, but um, turns out it wasn't. She kind of just completely um, disregarded and used me, and she ended up telling other people that she never really loved me. She only started to date me because she felt bad if she were to say no to me. And the worst part about all of it is she cheated on me with her co-worker from work and her family members like best friend and and she kept both of us in the palm of her hands and then not only that but the, whole, the worst worst part was that you know she had um her exes and like these other guys and nudes on her phone while we were dating and all that so it just you know it just kind of like broke me after that I I you know it really broke me. Like, I felt like I shouldn't be here. Like, I felt like it was my fault. I blame myself for some reason. I pulled a Drake, <laughs> and I, I blame myself, which I shouldn't have. But, you know, and now I'm here. I got through it. It's been a whole year, but I finally got through it, and now I know my self-worth. So, you know, Betty Bo is, I don't know where she's at right now, but I wish her nothing but the best. Like, you know, as much as she did me wrong and stuff like that, like, I just, I want her, like, she, as long as she's happy and stuff with her current fiance and all that, then cool. Like, honestly, I'm not really one to, I guess, like, hate someone or, you know, like, wish them the worst or wish them to die or something like that. I, w- I would never. Um, yes, there are people I want to, like, you know, beat the shit out of, but I, I wouldn't want to, like, go out of my way as to saying stuff like, oh, I hate them or I do this and that or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, um... <laughs> It was, like, but then again, it was high school, so, you know, what can you do, but, um, I remember, like, I would go on Tinder and all that, and I matched with a couple of girls, and this one girl, she actually had a, um, Playboy bunny outfit on in one of her pictures, and we matched, and I actually, um, uh, I texted her, and I was like, call me Hugh Hefner, because, damn, you're looking good. She never responded, so she probably got that pickup line a lot of times from a lot of guys, (laughs) but, I don't know, I just thought it was pretty clever, but, um, yeah, so Tinder and Bumble, like, I really tried, but it didn't end up working out, so I just deleted it anyways, because, I, I, I don't know, it's just not my thing, you know, I'm more of that, like, cheesy, aesthetic kind of guy, where I want to, like, 
I guess, like, go be outgoing and go to, like, clubs and, you know, go, like, you know, go to school or this and that, go to campus and all that and, you know, meet new people and possibly meet the love of my life there. I don't know, but it just sucks right now, especially because of coronavirus going around. Coronavirus? Um, and, you know, and, oh, like, if you're wondering what my type is, I, I don't really know. I don't know because I, you know, like, I dated a, a Caucasian. Well, she's kind of mixed, but. I, I like to say Caucasian, sorry Liz, um, and then um, a Latina, and Latinas are, f- you know, fine, like, you know, they're amazing, all, you know, all women are beautiful, obviously, but, like, I don't know, I just feel like as long as, you know, they have a good personality, and, you know, like, they're just, like, sweet and all that, and obviously really amazing and beautiful, then, yeah, I'm gonna be into them, and maybe fall in love, or I don't know, do this and that, but, um, I don't really have a type. Every, you know, if you were to ask, like, Liz or Nick or, you know, Sid or all that, like, what my type is, they would be like, oh, Latina, or oh, you know, white people, or, or oh, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. Yes, yes, I am a WWW, and I am a LWW? I, I don't know. <laughs> but they are, yes, Latinas, like, you know, you know, young white, like, white women, like, they're, they're, like, all so amazing and freaking fine, but, and honestly, for me, it's, like, as long as you have that good personality, and, you know, you, like, show me, like, hey, I'm interested in you and you only, that's really all that matters to me, because to me, loyalty is, like, the biggest thing, like, loyalty is huge for me, um, no matter what I do, like, friendships, relationships, anything like that, loyalty is big, and no matter what, like, I stand by that till the day I die, because you, you gotta be loyal, you can't, you can't just be in a relationship and just cheat on someone because you don't like them anymore, or because you can't take it, you know, if you don't, if you, if you feel like you want to cheat, then just leave them, and in some instances, I understand because the pers- the other person, the significant other, could be blackmailing you, saying that if you leave me or this and that, I'm going to kill myself, which is the shittiest thing you could ever do. And uh, a lot of guys tend to do that. And like, bro, what are you doing? Man up. I don't care how broken you are. I don't care what you're going through. If you're going through something, go to therapy. Talk to someone. Talk to your significant other. But don't be blackmailing someone that you're going to kill yourself so you can keep them as their as your significant other like that just means that that point that's not even love like at that point you're just like like you're just hurting yourself and you're hurting your significant other and you're holding them captive for what that just you're taking their happiness away and you shouldn't be doing that um but anyways <laughs> moving on like you know but yeah pretty much if you blackmail your significant other to stay in to the relationship and saying that you're gonna kill yourself there's something wrong with you and you need help, like, serious help, because, honestly, like, that's just terrible, um, and, like, another thing is, like, it's okay to, like, go through that hoe phase, I guess, you know, wild out, you know, meet new people, experience new things, as long as the other person knows, too, and they agree with you, but if they start catching feelings, you gotta cross, you gotta, you know, draw that line, you're like, hey, I just wanna let you know, bro, like, not bro, but I just wanna let you know that, you know, I just want to have fun, like, you know, you do, like, friends with benefit, like, fuck buddies, like, this and that, you don't gotta go out of your way to, you know, be, like, forcefully put yourself into a relationship with them, you know, like, unless you actually start catching feelings, and yeah, but, like, I, growing up, 
I used to think that going through a hoe phase or, you know, like, sleeping with different, like, multiple people, and this and that, I thought that was a bad thing. I don't know why I thought that, but I just thought it was a bad thing. But then I realized it's like, if the feeling, if, if it's both mutual, if they both agree, if they both feel that way, then yes, go for it. And that's, that's, I have never gone through my hoe phase yet. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never gone through my hoe phase because... I don't think a lot of girls were attracted to me as much as I was attracted to them, um, especially during my high school years after I got out of those two relationships. I was actually trying to really trying to, you know, wild out, you know, just have fun. But um, I was also like really going through it. So it just didn't end up working out. And I just never ended up going through my whole phase. Not only that, I just I don't know. It's like I don't really see the need for me to go through a whole phase. Like, I, you know, if you want to go for it, by all means. But for me, it's like. I mean, shoot, maybe, but I mean, I honestly don't see the point. I it's for me, it's like I'm just gonna put myself out there, and if it happens, it happens. But if I end up falling in love, then I end up falling in love, and I'm gonna be honest with that person. And you know, back then, like I, I didn't know what I was doing in a relation in the relationship. My first relationship with you know Liz, I you know didn't treat her right, and all this and all that near the end, and I used my depression and stuff as an excuse. But when I got into that relationship with Alexis, I was too kind and I was too patient. I treated her too right. And I think she took advantage of that. And, you know, she kind of just, you know, used me. <sighs> Shit, I said her name, didn't I? Fuck, I didn't mean to say her name, but I did. Um, but, yeah, uh, just forget you. I said that. Betty Bo. There you go. Betty Bo. <laughs> um, and all that kind of stuff. But she took advantage. And, you know what? Like... That was honestly my fault too because I, I shouldn't have been as patient as I was with her and I should you know she, she was just broken so I I honestly understand but I also don't but um yeah like after that like I just didn't I don't know like I tried to put myself out there I hooked up with a couple girls here and there but after that I I kind of just kept to myself and you know I would try or quote unquote try because everyone kind of was like oh you're you need to get you know tinder or you need to do this and that and like you need to do this and that and you know I, i'm trying i really am but um i looking back at it now i realize like i would have acted the same way i did with my other relationships if i would get into a relationship back then i mean i'm 19 years old right now i'm i'm still young i'm still stupid but i at least know a little bit more about relationships so if, if i do ever get into an actual relationship again um it's gonna be different like i'm i'm gonna know my self-worth and I'm also going to respect her, and I'm also going to love her to the best of my abilities, and I'm going to treat her like royalty, like a queen, because she is. Um, so my soulmate, whoever's out there, uh, just know that you're going to be treated real well, but also, like, I'm, I, I now know, like, where to stand my ground, and I now know, you know, like, my self-worth, so if I were to get cheated on again, then I'm completely done with that person, you know, this and that, I'm move on, like, you know, or do my best to at least. Um, but I don't know, like just all, all this kind of stuff that I went through my relationships, my friendships, like I dropped a lot of friends, uh, from high school and stuff, which is good because it's high school. I don't like who gives a fuck, you know, like I'm just glad I still have like, you know, Liz and Nick and Sid from, you know, high school. Like I know like they say like, Oh, high school friendships don't last, but I, I feel like these friendships will. And even if it doesn't like they, they I, I just want them to know that, I'm always there no matter what, even if we lose contact or this and that, they can always find me some somehow or some way, so, yeah, and, you know, and high school was just, like, very interesting, I, um, freshman year, 
I had all Fs, like I said, sophomore year I dropped out for like half the first semester, and then second semester I picked it back up, and blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that, and now I'm in, you know, college, or community college, and um, I actually passed my first class, and you know, a lot, you know, a lot of, a couple of people were like, you're only taking one class, that's not special, and I'm like, I know, it's not special, it isn't, but I took a whole year off of school, and I wanted to go at my own pace. Um, so I decided to take just one class just to get back, just, you know, ease into it. And I took English and I actually got a hundred percent cause I, I personally love writing. And, um, our first essay that we ever had to write in that class was about, uh, on Black Lives Matters. And wow, it was hard because I haven't, you know, written a prompt using a prompt and all that for a whole year, maybe even over a year. So I was really struggling. And then, you know, I gained confidence as I kept learning and learning all these transitions and stuff. So, um, I think this pro- the professor that I had this year, Dr. Roxana Campo. She was the best uh, professor ever. I-, I think she's a goat because, like, she like taught me so much. Like, she taught me how to write a research paper. She taught me what research to do, where to find research, like stuff and all that. I wrote a ten-page paper on affirmative action, which is really going to be beneficial to me because that's part of like law, technically, in a way. So um, I'm and I want to major in you know English and minor in psychology. So it really did help me. So, Dr. Ocampo, thank you so much. I mean, she's not going to listen to this, but thank you anyways. Um, but yeah, that class was really fun. I got to meet new people. Uh, my homies, Megan and Kate, you know, they're freaking awesome. Like I helped them with their essays and stuff. They also helped me. Like they encouraged me. I encouraged them. Like this whole class, like it taught me like self, like not self-respect, but it taught me respect to one another and it taught me determination and it taught me, you know, teamwork and we actually have this group chat on instagram uh english group chat and we just would always help each other out be like hey like what was the homework for this or blah blah blah, or what does this do or this and that and um they were so encouraging because you know when i would help out you know all like my classmates and stuff you know they would always be like you should be a teacher brian or you should do this and that and i'm like "I, i you know i would but honestly like i would love to teach that that's like probably like one of the most like gifting things you could do because you're teaching like new like future leaders of america you're teaching like these young generations to to shape into like the vision that you see and you know so when i was helping them out and they were like you should be a teacher i was thinking about it i was like you know what if you know this whole you know prosecutor judge thing doesn't work out then yeah i will but right now my main goal is to be a prosecutor and move up to be a judge and um, yes, by the age of 35, I will try and run for presidency because for some reason everyone wants me to, so I will think about it by the time I'm 35. If I still want to, then I will. Um, doesn't hurt to try, right? But, um, like, I don't know, that class was just amazing, and I'm, so far, I'm, I'm loving college. Like, it's definitely different from high school. I'm actually learning, which is insane, <laughs> right? So, um... Not that I didn't learn in high school. I did learn some stuff. It's just I was a little brat, so I didn't really pay attention for most of it. But now I am, and now I'm doing my best. And, you know, I, end, I ended my class with a 99%. So, woohoo, you know, like, um, I'm really proud of, you know, myself because I didn't think I was going to be able to achieve that. I, I doubted myself, but now I know my worth, and now I know where I'm going. So I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep working to the best of my abilities. And, yeah, I mean, you know, so shout out to, you know, my English class, Dr. Ocampo, um, for the words of encouragement, for always uplifting me and, you know, you know, making sure, like, 
I just want to be like the best version of myself every day, which is to be kind to other people, to give, um, even if you don't receive, um, to put a smile on everyone's face. That that's my main goal is to put a smile on everyone's faces because there's no point in seeing like it, it hurts not hurts, but it like it it makes me feel like I didn't do enough if my homies are in a bad mood or, you know, if my classmates are struggling or they're stressing out. Like I wanna make sure that everyone's good. And yes, I know you shouldn't put others before yourself and yes I have been doing that up until this point. But I am looking out for myself as well as much as I'm looking out for my homies and, you know, my future classmates or my current classmates or this and that. And, you know, I'm I'm just trying to I'm trying to expand my horizons, I guess, in a way. And it's been working out really well. Um, I did get a little bit of a bump in the road. Like recently, um, my sister had called me and, you know, I was struggling because I had quit weed like all of a sudden. Like I just quit it like just right then and there. And I was struggling, I'm not going to lie, because I relied on it for eating, sleeping, you know, um, anything. Like, I just relied on it. Like, I would smoke every single second of the day. But then I realized that it was really affecting my hygiene, like, just myself. I stopped taking care of myself, my hygiene, this and that. I stopped working out. I would eat a lot, like, this and that. All I do was sleep. I got really lazy. My room got messy. Everything got messy in my life. And I blamed I blamed it on weed, which I shouldn't have. I, I I need to blame myself because in the end, it's all psychological. And so when I quit weed, I couldn't eat. I would throw up. You know, I, I couldn't sleep, this and that. And I was stressing out. I was dying. You know, my I just in my head. I was in my head and I was overthinking and I was having anxiety attacks. Like, it was really bad. And, you know, my sister had called me and, you know, she was like, I know that, you know, you know, like, it doesn't seem like it, but you are loved. Like, you can say that you're not, but no matter what, you will always be loved. And I just broke down when she said that because it's like, for years, I've been saying that to, you know, my homies, and I've been saying that to this and that. And not that I'm saying that my homies didn't say it back to me. They did. They would be like, I love you, bro, or this and that, or I love you, love you. But I just, like, hearing those words, you are loved, like, it, it really got to me and it really, you know, broke me down because I especially never heard that from my family members. Um... We were so, you know, split and divided, but now we're 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 kinda, you know, bonding a little more. We're kinda, you know, trying to get back get it, the whole family back together. We have dinner, family dinners every Sunday night and we would, you know we're we got a pool table, like we're gonna have a Christmas party. We're celebrating Christmas for the first time, like lot lots of good stuff going on and um I just, like, it just got to me. Like, I, I didn't know how to respond. I didn't know what to say. And I just started crying, you know. Uh, I just, I was just like, I don't know. Like, you know, it's like, you go through all this stuff. And you experience all these things growing up. And you experience hate. You experience love. You experience, you know, poverty. You experience, you know, all this kind of, the worst possible stuff that you can imagine. And... In the end, you're still here. You're still alive and you're still breeding. Breeding? <laughs> breeding? Sorry, my bad. You're still breathing, and which applies to me and to all of you guys out there. I'm not saying that... I'm not trying to say that what I went through was worse than everyone else's. What I went through is probably, like, the most minimal thing compared to what everyone else went through. But you should... Like, I shouldn't even be comparing myself, you know, what I went through is what I went through, it's my life, and, you know, how I deal with this, how I deal with it, or how I respond to it is how I respond to it, and the way I responded to all of my traumas and stuff was weed, alcohol, cutting, you know, 
suicide attempts, like all this and that. But I'm here now, and I'm better. Um, but yeah, I should not be talking about all this depressing stuff. So let's let's get into um, romantic relationships again. So, um, going going back to romantic relationships. Yes, I am single, and I have been for over a year, almost. Uh, next year is gonna be two years. But you know, like I'm. Mm, one of my New Year's resolutions is to just put myself out there. Um, you know, meet new people, have fun, this and that, wild out if I want to, go on dates here and there. And if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But you know, um, one thing I actually realized is that I never, I don't think I've ever dated an Asian woman. Like I don't think I ever have. Um, but you know, as soon as I turned eighteen, like when I was a senior in high school. Like, it was always the freshman girls that had a crush on me. And I understand because they were young, you know. They have a crush on, like, everyone. You know, they just want they their hormones, you know. They can't control They can't control their feelings. But, you know, some of them, though, like, kind of, like, you know, a couple of them kind of get, like, touchy or flirt with me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, I'll be like, nope, don't touch me. I was like, nope, no, 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 we're not doing this. Like, I'm a senior. You're a freshman. We're not going to do this, all right? I'm going to be 18. Like, hell no. Like, in no way am I ever going to do that. And I swear to you, it was always a freshman. I'm not even joking. Even from other schools. Because I was in RTC. And so, you know, all the, like, RTCs from other schools, we would all meet up and do, like, competitions and stuff in that. Sports competitions, drill competitions. And there was this one girl who had, um, re- she was really hitting on me. And she was like, you're so fine, this and that. And I, at first, I was like, okay. And then later on, I realized, I was like, shit, what did I get myself into? So... Um, I was like, no, we're not doing this. Like, I'm not going to do this shit. Like, hell no. That's why I have an age limit. Now that I'm 19, it's either you're, like, I, w- I would personally date 18 to 22 years old. Um, any above that, I, I mean, I guess, uh, it, you know, I can't really control my feelings. But honestly, I feel like dating someone my age would be, or, you know, a year or two older than me, or a year younger than me would be more ideal because, you know, I feel like they would just, like, match my vibes more, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, I just haven't been in a relationship in a while, so I, re- I really don't know. But what I do know is that when I do get into a relationship, I am very cheesy. I'm, I try to be romantic. I try to spoil the shit out of her. Like, you know, I do this and that. And, you know, as a man, like, you, you got to do that, you know, instead of cheating and all that. And, you know, if you lose feelings and you, you end it right then and there, you're like got to end it, so, I mean, I don't know, but, it's like, a lot of people ask me, they're like, would you date a Korean girl, and I thought about it, and I was like, yes, I would, I mean, at first, I didn't want to, because, you know, I'm not gonna lie, some Koreans can be rude, as a Korean, yes, I am saying this, some Koreans are very rude, and very disrespectful, so, and that's what I experienced growing up, um, so I just, you know, I was like, nope, never gonna do that, but, now I think about it, it's like, you know, not everyone's like that, you know, and not everyone's going to be disrespectful. Not everyone's going to be, you know, this and that. But um, let me get my water. Hold on. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's like what I did a Korean. I would date anyone. Yes, I would. As long as they ma- match the standards that I have. Because, okay, don't hate me because some people are like, oh, what the hell? Like, you going to have to, like, what the hell standards? Blah, blah, blah. That's so rude. Blah, 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 blah. Everyone has standards, bro. Like, what do you want from me? Everyone, literally, you cannot say that you don't have standards. Like, come on. Everyone has standards. Everyone has a type. Everyone has someone, like, a certain type of person that they want, that they long for. 
you know, that they fantasize about. Like, I, I don't know what else you want. I mean, yeah, like, if you run into someone all of a sudden and that's outside of your standards and you fall in love with them, then boom, there you go. But you cannot tell me that you don't have standards because everyone does. Um, so, you know, like, even the per even if it's just a fuck buddy, like, that's why, that's why there's Tinder. Because you can swipe or swipe right or swipe left on, you know, you can swipe, is it left or right? You can swipe left. You can swipe left, I'm pretty sure, on people you don't want to match with or people you don't, that don't fit your standards. And you can swipe right on the people that you do want to match with or you are interested in, you know? So, yes, you do have standards, so don't attack me for that because I've gotten attacked for that and I don't know why. But, you know, and the, the funniest part about all of this is that as soon as I got out of my relationship with Betty, Betty Bo, um, I know I said the name before, relax, um... Everyone around me started getting into relationships, and I mean it. Like, I'm not even joking. Liz, <laughs> Nick, even Sid started talking to someone for a while. I mean, she stopped, but she was talking to someone. Um, who is it? Um, Maddie, you know, freaking my, my, my freaking siblings. Like, my sister, who has never ha been into a relationship, like, practically her whole life, is now engaged. Uh, my brother Kevin, you know, Danny, like, everyone, like, I'm like, what, like, goddamn, and I started realizing that, and I looked around, and I was like, damn, I'm, I'm probably gonna be lonely for the rest, I was like, I thought about it, and I was like, I looked at Nick, and I was like, yeah, this is my curse, bro, <laughs> and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do y'all a favor, I'm, I'm not gonna be in a relationship for a good while, so y'all, y'all can enjoy your time, nah, I'm just playing, but, um, for real, though, like, it, it that's exact, that's literally what happened, like, I'm not even playing, as soon as I got out of that relationship, everyone started getting into relationships. I'm like, bro, what the hell? Like, what is going on? Like, I was just lost. I was like that, you know, that, that cat, and that, that white cat in that picture where it looks confused and has his hands out like that. Yeah, that's that's me right now. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I'm kind of scared to get into a relationship, but, you know. But, yeah, like, I, I want to be able to get into a relationship to, to I want to be able to get into a committed relationship with someone that I can grow with, that I can, um, that we, where we don't have to rely on each other for every single little thing, or we don't have to be together, like, see each other, like, you know, every single second or this and that. I mean, obviously, I would love that, but, like, it's also like, dude, you know, we're both adults now, or young, young adults, you know. Um, we have, like, jobs, we have school, we have, like, stuff we have to tend to, or, like, we have, you know, like, friends that we want to hang out with here and there, like, you, like, I don't know, I, like, pretty much what I want, what I'm trying to say is I don't want to be too clean, you know what I'm saying, um, to the point where she's, like, why, like, ooh, he's, he's a little too clean, but, <coughs> um, excuse me, but yeah, so if I, if I were to ever get into a relationship, then it, it's gonna be a lot different because I'm definitely more mature than I was the past relationships, and I am grown, and I know what I'm doing a little better now, but I'm still learning on in the sense, too, but, um, it's also, like, I don't know, like, I guess, like, once this COVID thing settles down, I'm, I'm really gonna try and set, like, you know, put myself out there, and, you know, tr I'm gonna try and travel more, go on road trips, you know, meet new people, and I'm gonna be bold, I'm gonna be braver, if I see someone I'm interested in, I'm gonna go up to them and be like, hey, if you don't got any, you know, significant other, and you might, like, I'm not going to say that. Obviously, I'm not going to be a freaking geek and say that. But I'm just going to be like, hey, like, can I get your number? Or can I get your Snapchat or something like that? Like, I'm, I got to stop being scared, you know, because I'm so scared of rejection. But, like, who isn't, you know? Like, everyone's scared of rejection. But I don't know. Like, I'm scared to the point where I don't even want to try making a move. Or I don't even want to try doing this, that. Or I'm literally scared of rejection 
to the point where I'm oblivious. Like, if any if anyone starts liking me, I, I don't know. Like, I can't tell. I don't put two and two together. I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, they're, you know, like, they're, we're just friends. Like, bubble this, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's what any friend would do. And then, like, my friend, my homies, they would come up to me and they're like, hey, bro, um, you do realize that she likes you, right? And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and then that's when I started putting two tunes together. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, yeah, it makes sense. But before that, I, I up until that point, I, I, I'm oblivious to every single little thing. Like, girls can flirt with me. They can literally put their hand on my pee-pee. And I would be like, huh. So, how was your day? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I'm just very oblivious because I'm so scared of rejection. Because I don't want to embarrass myself. You know, I don't want to get my hopes up. You know what I'm saying? So, that's why I'm like, if I, you know, if, like, that's why I tell myself, if I'm oblivious, then I won't get my hopes up. And I won't embarrass myself. But, I mean, unless they're obviously showing it, like, they always they tell me, they're like, hey, I like you. Then I'm like, oh, shit, okay. You know, like, or this and that. But, um, so far, no girl has ever done that. So, I guess we'll see. <laughs> I guess I'm really not that on the good-looking side. I, I didn't realize that you had to be good-looking, too, instead of having a good personality. So, I'm kind of in the... <sighs> I'm losing right now. I'm in last place. So, you know, but... Uh, no, for real though, like, I'm happy for all my f- my homies who are in relationships, like, they're happy, and I've never seen them this happy, you know, like, they've all, like, majority of them have been in, like, really bad relationships, um, and toxic relationships, and they weren't treated right up until this point, but now they're in, like, like, they have a significant other where, you know, they're treated right, and they know their self-worth, and they, they can be comfortable in their own skin, and they can be, they know that they're loved, and so, shout out to my homies, significant others. Y'all are awesome. Thank you so much for, you know, taking care of my homies and, you know, loving them because, like, that's all I want. I want I want my homies. I want my family and everyone. I, I want my loved ones to be happy. I want everyone to, you know, know what it's like to be loved and know what it's like to be in a, rela- a committed relationship and know what, it's like, know what it's like to wild out and have fun, you know, like, um, but it's just like, seeing everyone so happy, you know, and seeing their, like, posts about, like, you know, their significant other or this and that, like, it, it just brings happiness to my life, and, like, it, it just makes me so grateful because they, they've been through so much. They really have, and, you know, they deserve, they deserve nothing but the best now, and that's what they have, so, you know, I'm really happy for them, so shout out to y'all, my homies, my family, my sister especially, you know, she's happy with, you know, Sam, my brother-in-law, and, you know, like, it's just great growing up with them, like, growing up with my homies and my family and all that, and now seeing them, you know, falling in love and, you know, settling, like, not settling down, but, you know, being in a committed relationship or, you know, being able to, like, have them come to me and be like, hey, I'm gonna get this for my significant other, what do you think? And I'm like, go for it, that looks freaking amazing, or this and that, like, you know, I'm all for it, and, to the point where, like, I remember um, Nick, when he first got into the relationship with Diana, he graduated high school um, in, I think it was May or June. No, it was it was June, I think. And, you know, I wanted to surprise him. So for my surprise gift for him, I blindfolded him. And then I took him to see his girlfriend. And I, I told him we were going to the beach or something. I was giving hints that we were going to the beach. And then she came up to him and hugged him and... He was like, what the hell? And then he realized, and the smile that went across his face, like, I will never forget that. And, you know, another thing I won't forget is Liz, you know, when she first started dating her significant other. Um, in this instance, I will call him um, he-man. <laughs> I don't know. 
because, you know, out of respect for privacy, um, she's just become so much more vibrant after going through everything that she went through with her past relationships, and just seeing that, it made me so happy for her, seeing her smile whenever she talks about him, or seeing her, you know, smile whenever he texts her, or this and that, like, it, it just makes me really happy, so congratulations to both of them, to my sister, to my brother, um, um, to Kevin because you know Ashley makes him a better person and he makes her a better person all this and all that and it's just really all about love and you know respect for one another and especially communication so after everything that everyone's been through like good on you guys like keep going like I really hope that you guys all stay together with your significant others and all that um as for me I'll probably find someone eventually. I mean, I'm not too worried. I was at first. I was like, damn, I'm so lonely. And yes, there are times where I feel lonely. I'm laying down at night. I'm like, fuck, I wish there was someone next to me. And I'm, you know, cuddling with them or something like that. Or I wish I had that someone where I can text, you know, be like, hey, babe, or like this and that. You know, be like, how was your day, baby? Or FaceTime them whenever I can or go see them whenever I can. There's a lot of times where I wish I had that. But, you know, like. Everything comes with patience, and I trust God and His plan. So I'm just gonna be—I'm just gonna wait. And um, you know, like that doesn't mean I can't feel lonely, right? I do feel lonely. I feel lonely every second of the day. I'm not gonna lie to you, but um, I kind of just kind of try to suppress it by working out. Or um, I recently started reading books and poetry books again, so getting into that more, or even writing my own book or my own poetry, um, which I am getting into too as well. And um, also, you know, just watching TV, listening to music, this and that, like, a lot of stuff just takes my mind off of things, video games, you know, I play, I try to play Modern Warfare, I try to stream it too, go follow my Twitch, cool it in Freezer, <laughs> um, I also play 2K a lot, um, what else do I do, I don't really do much, I don't have a lot of, I don't have talent, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not really creative in a sense, that's why I write, because anyone can write, right, so, I just write, you know, and, I actually stopped for a little bit because of school, because I want to focus on school, and, you know, now that it ended and I have a month before I start spring semester, I'm gonna just, you know, freelance, freelance? Is that what it's called? Or free write, I guess, and just, you know, read books and keep working out and, you know, this and that. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to work out a lot more. I, um, I used to work out Mondays through Wednesday or Monday through Thursdays, usually. But now, I'm going to up it up to Monday through Fridays and take Saturday and Sundays off. And, um, you're going to see the new me because not a lot of people know this, but ne I've never once been below 150 pounds growing up. And my ideal weight for my high and age and stuff is supposed to be 120 or, like, 125 um, but I've always been, um, I think it was, like, from the ages of, like, 12 to, like, 16 or something like that, I was 180, and then, you know, 17, I, I believe I dropped down to, like, 1, I think it was either, like, 160 or something like that, um, or, like, 150, but it was, like, in a really unhealthy way, it was, uh, by starving myself, um, because, I don't know, I guess I was just really broken back then. I don't know, I just wanted to hurt myself in ways that I could. So I would just, you know, starve myself in this and that. I wouldn't eat and all that stuff. So I lost some weight in in a really unhealthy way. And then I, I gained all of it back. And then I dropped down to 150 again because I was working out for RTC and for Leadership Academy. So I was at 150. And then by the age of 18, I gained it all back and I went back up to 160. And then, um, now I'm here. I'm 143 right now, and I'm gonna try and go down to 135 by January 9th for the fight. And then, 
After that, I'm going to go down to 120, and then I'm going to work my way back up to 135 or 140, but bulked. So, you know, muscles instead of, you know, fat or stuff like that. And I, I'd say it's going pretty well because now I'm doing it in a really healthy way. I'm getting a lot better. I'm trying to eat healthier. I cut out, like, you know, soda. I mean, I already did cut out soda. It's been years since I drank soda, but I'm trying to cut out, like, juice and all that stuff. You know, just strictly water and, you know, protein shakes if I have to. Um... Sometimes coffee if, you know, I'm at work and I'm exhausted and I need it. But um, I also try and stick with a healthy, like, workout plan for myself. And it's definitely been working. I, I see a lot of progress. And I guess, like, one thing that everyone saw was my jawline. So, um, thanks, guys. Like, like, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, yeah, I, I like my jawline. And I, I, I gained a lot of confidence, too. Like, I used to be super insecure. And that was also another reason why, bo like, both my relationship well, second relationship didn't work out because she was insecure this and that and all that she never really loved me but you know first relationship I was really insecure and stuff you know and that's not what you're supposed to be feeling in a relationship because that's what that's one of the main reasons that breaks it apart because then you start having trust issues and all that kind of stuff and bubble this bubble that so I was very insecure and I had no confidence in myself growing up but now that I'm working out and I know my self-worth and I know who I am I'm definitely up there and I'm enjoying life and I'm confident and I can go out you know comfortably and put myself out there and you know do this and that and um I, but I want to get to the point where I have pe like girls breaking necks for me you know like to look back and look at me and be like damn and, you know what I do with them and stuff um, not that I check them out, like, full on, like, that's, that's kind of weird, I have respect, okay, it's 2020, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know, I just, like, hopefully, maybe I'll find someone, I don't know, but until then, I'm just gonna keep focusing on myself and trying to take my mind off the loneliness and trying to take my mind off of, you know, like, I guess, just all the stupid stuff that's going on in my life that I'm stressing over, which I shouldn't be, but, you know, and, um, I don't know, just doing these podcasts really help, I guess, because I'm opening up and I'm talking about my life and it's actually, you know, really fun and I, I you know, I thought about it and, like, my mom and dad, like, they never really had a good relationship, so they don't really care about love and all this and all that, falling in love. They just care about, you know, having their kids be successful and this and that, which I completely understand because they grew up in a different circumstance in a different environment to the point to where they only know that much they don't know love because they never experienced love with each other um but you know it, it's just weird because my mom is always like you know like i don't really know like because it's kind of hard to explain because she says stuff along the lines of like it's not about love it's about money and being successful um I do agree with that in some ways. Yes, you should be successful in life, and you have to be in order to survive in this world. But that doesn't mean you can you just disregard falling in love and marrying someone, you know, or having kids in the future, starting your own family. That's my main goal. Um, and I've always wanted to be a girl dad, so I hope I have girls. And, you know, if I do have a son, then obviously I'm going to love the crap out of him. But um, no matter what, I'm going to be loving because, you know, I grew up in a household where, you know, the generation was different, their mindsets were different, so it's, they're, like, LGBT, all that kind of stuff doesn't really, like, I guess, bode well in this family, or, like, this and that, and so, like, if I were to ever have kids and, you know, like, 
the dot my daughter or my son would come out as trans or non-binary or you know gay lesbian bot you know bi pansexual i would so love them to the best i would love them no matter what if my daughter said dad i i truly believe and i know that i am a man trapped in a woman's body i would be like come here son give me a hug like i'm not, I'm not gonna turn them away and i'm not gonna be like i don't accept you like and I'm not saying, like, other, like, parents who grew up with that. I'm not saying, you know, they shouldn't have their own beliefs. You should have, you can have your own beliefs. So if you don't believe in that kind of stuff, you don't have to. But you should also respect the, the other people's beliefs as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, if, if my son came up to me and he was like, Dad, I, th- you know, I think I'm gay. Like, you know, I, I've, I've been feeling it for the longest time. I would hug him and I will be like, let's go get you a boyfriend. Let's go. I'll take you to a bar. Like, come on. Like, uh, no matter what, I'm gonna support my kids um, in the future if if I do, um, which I hope I do. But um, and that's what I like about my generation, um, our generation, is that we're more accepting, we're more understanding, and we're more accepting of the fact that yes, men can wear dresses, yes, men can do this and that, or men can be gay, or men can have you know feminine sides to them, or men can have or women can have talk you know m- masculine sides to them, you know like. It's not just like, oh, you're men, so you have to be that way. You have to wear a suit. You have to wear this. No, like, fuck that. Why do we have to do that? You do what you want to do. It's your life. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to live my life the way I want to. And it's going pretty well. So, you know, I mean, it's like people have these, like, expectations of us. And that's what I, like, that's what really gets me because it's like they have these high expectations. They have these high standards. But it's also like... Have you ever considered our feelings? Have you ever considered what we need or what we want for our lives that we want to live? You know what I'm saying? Like, I I just think, like, it's your life, you know? No one should be telling you how to live it. And there was this, like, tweet I saw on Twitter. I didn't retweet or anything. I don't know why. I just, I, but I did agree with it. It said, your idea of me is not my responsibility to live up to. It's your own idea that you should be living up to, which I definitely do agree with. So... All these people who are like, you know, oh, you you have to live like this or this and that. Like, oh, I, fuck that. Fuck standards. Fuck expectations and all this and all that. You live your life how you want to. Except, obviously, except being a racist asshole or, you know, being a murderer <laughs> or, you know, this and that. But, I don't know. That's just what I think. But, honestly, though, I love, like, like I said, I love and accept everyone no matter what with open arms and, Anyone can come to me. I, I'm a safe space and all that. Even my, like, the people I dropped. Even my ex, Betty Bo, like, if they're going through it or if they feel like they're going to kill themselves, they can come to me and I will get them professional help or I, I'm not going to turn them down because I don't want, I will never turn anyone down if they say they're going to kill themselves or if they say they want to hurt themselves. I will never do that. And obviously, if if I do help them and they take advantage of me again, then I'll fucking drop kick them out of my fucking life, because, you know, fuck that, I'm not, I know my self-worth, yes, I'm willing to help them out, but I also know my worth, and I also know that I'm not gonna go through that shit ever again, because it's, it's like, it really broke me when that happened, you know, and like, I know the red flags now, or at least some of them, so I'm trying to like, you know, I guess like, take care of myself, but also take care of others in my life, which I think I'm doing a pretty good job of, but, um, I don't know, like, romantic relationships, like, you know, friendships and this and all that, like, none of that matters unless you're happy and you know your self-worth and you love yourself, is what I've learned, and it's so obvious, it's like, I know it's cliche and everyone says it, but it's true, like, you know, you need to love yourself before you love others, it's so true, because, 
that's the reason why my relationships didn't work out is either you know like we didn't like one person didn't love another like love themselves and stuff and they were just so broken and it didn't work out you can't date broken people and expect to for it to last a long time because they gotta learn to love themselves they can't because they if they get into that relationship with you at least this is for me i don't know if this applies to other people but this is at least what i experienced but like I relied on my first relationship, you know, when I was broken, I relied on that person for the longest time when I was depressed and when I was going through it. And now I know, but, you know, now I'm better. And now I know, like, now I'm starting to love myself more and I'm starting to take care of myself more. And now my friendship, my friendships are healthier. My And if I were to get into a relationship, it would be a lot healthier and, like, no toxicity at all compared to my last relationship. But um yeah i don't know i mean i guess stay tuned i guess i'll just keep putting myself out there and you know trying to meet new people and you know maybe download t- uh tinder again for like the hundredth time and then delete it again because i get i'm like oh fuck what am i doing um but so far like i'm 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 doing pretty good um my mental health is still pretty low but i'm, I'm doing my best i'm working my way up and that's why i'm not too worried because it's like hey you got this brian like you're gonna get through it and you're gonna be you and um, doing this podcast really helps too, like, you know, it's like, I get, I just talk, I talk my feelings out, I talk about this and that, and so, you know, just, like, doing this and, like, you know, all of you guys who are listening, like, it just really helps me, because it's like, I'm talking to you guys, it's like, I'm having this conversation, I'm opening up to you guys, and, you know, I'm just really grateful, and by the way, thank you to everyone for the support on the last podcast, that was, um, that was a really bad one, because I was high when I did it, I'm not gonna lie, but um, now, you know, I quit and all that, and now I actually know what I'm talking about, and I know what to say, but, you know, like, I can't wait for the future that's to come. 2021 can be different. I'm going to be a whole new, completely different person, not just for other people, but for me especially, and not only that, but I'm going to be working on my car more. If you guys don't know, I have a Camaro SS 2015. I'm going to get a new diffuser, uh, new side skirts, new front splitter, uh, new uh, either a wicker bill or spoiler, or I'm pretty sure both. And Z28, Wicker Bill, and then um, I'm also going to get. Actually, I I don't know, but uh, we'll see. Cause my brother's helping me out with my car next year, and it's gonna look sick. So look out for that, and you know, like just like the small stuff, me working out, me doing this and that. Like in February, I'm actually for the month, I'm actually gonna go stay up in Victorville near the mountains with. My sister, sorry, excuse me, with my sister and my brother-in-law. And for that whole month, I'm not going to, I'm going to delete my social media. I'm just going to bring a bunch of books and I'm going to um, read. I actually have a book that I really want to get into. It's a uh, uh, Georgia St. Pierre's book that he wrote. Um, I'm going to read that and I'm going to read my poetry books as well. And I'm going to start meditating too. And I'm going to be working out in the mountains every single day that I can for that whole month. In the mo- Just in the mountains. Like I'm going to think about all these workouts that I can do and all this and that. And I'm going to meditate up there after my workouts every day. And it's really, I know for a fact, I truly believe that this will help my mental and physical health. So I'm really excited for it. And it's just like, it's, it's bigger and better things are coming. And I'm really excited. Now that I, I know I'm older, I'm growing and I know my self-worth and I'm going to work more and I'm going to, you know, try and save up and all this and all that. And, you know, I'm going to try and be more independent as I can too. Like I'm building up my credit score. You know, I have my own credit cards, this and that. And I'm really, I'm really working hard. So 
you know, like, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just, like, really satisfied right now, you know, but it's not over yet, I still, I'm in a lot of, I'm not gonna lie, I'm in, a, I'm pretty in, like, some debt right now, but I'm gonna get through it, I was stressed out at first, I was struggling, and, you know, I was like, fuck, I don't know what I'm gonna do, like, I'm, like, I don't, I'm, <sighs> a lot of thoughts crossed my mind with that, a lot of solutions, but now, it's like, hey, I'm gonna get through it, I'm gonna do good, and I'm gonna be better, and if I can't get through it, then I'm going to ask for help. And that's one thing I struggled with growing up, up until the age of 18, is that I never asked for help. I blamed other people. I was like, yeah, no one, no one's here to help me, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. But my dumbass, you know, I didn't reach out to even ask for help in the first place. I never did, and I should have. I would be a lot better than I was back then if I, if I did that. But now I know. So if I struggle with anything, I'm going to ask for help. And if I can do it on my own, then I'm going to do it on my own, no matter what. And if there's a way around, like, if I, if there's always a problem that I run into, I'm going to make sure I find a solution for it. So, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, pretty much I'm going to wrap this one up. I got into a lot of stuff today, um, mainly romantic relationships. And then I kind of steered off and got a little depressing, but, um, I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. You guys, I hope you guys learned a little more about me. I certainly did because... I usually kind of keep this to myself, or some of the stuff I said. Most of the stuff I talk about it with my homies, but some of the stuff I said today, I kind of kept to myself. But um, I'm really excited about what's to come for me, my homies, and you know my family, and all that. And I'm just really excited. I'm happy with the people I have in my life right now. I'm not. I don't regret dropping the people that I did. I don't regret, you know, like cutting out that toxic shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to know your self worth, and I know mine. And I'm not scared to, you know, cut someone off if they're being a piece of shit to me or if they're being a piece of shit to my loved ones. I will fuck, you know, I will fuck them up and I will drop kick them out of my life if I have to, you know, like never settle for less. And that's what I'm, you know, I'm trying to do. And, you know, I try and like look up to like, you know, one of my homies like Xavier Rose, my brothers. And I try and look up to Georgia St. Pierre, John Jones, Habib, um... Um, who else do I look up to? I look up to a lot of people. Alex Caruso, um, you know, Kobe Bryant. I try and look up to all those, you know, big stars, big people who have worked their way up. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. And so I'm really excited of what's to come. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, just going to keep living life and keep living, doing me. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. And I'll uh, see you guys later.